Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to She Coaches Coaches. This is another one of these episodes where I met an amazing guest at a one-day event called Potapalooza. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Her name is Yvonne McCoy, and she is a woman's business strategist. She helps women entrepreneur to grow their impact and income with productive productivity strategies. With new clarity about constant uncertainty, clients maximize their powerful genius and talents to step into their CEO mindset. Her extensive experience in coaching, divisional operations, and diversified job training, as well as all of her life experiences, are the basis of her practical systems. So welcome, Yvonne. So nice to meet you. Candy, it's fabulous to meet you. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you arrive here? (laughs) It was definitely not a straight course. Um, Probably, um, you know, like many, many people, uh, you know, the goal was to grow up, go to college, get married, have a career. And um, You know, to complicate my journey, I grew up in a time of racial um, inequality. And so there were a lot of things that that kind of made you make strange decisions. But I worked for a company for 15 years. And and after 15 years, they had like totally burnt me out. I let them burn me out. I have to take responsibility for that. But I was sitting I was sitting at the beach and a, a, a marketer came up to me and said, what do you do? And I started crying. I said, I don't have a job. I don't do anything. I have nothing. And that was like the turning point in my life where I said, you know what? I have time to really think about what it is that I want to do. And so I started on a very weird path. Um, I went from there to volunteering to teach adult literacy, to doing workforce development. Um, And out of workforce development, um, I bought a book. It said 20, 22 strategies 
life strategies that you should have. And I was like, oh, my students can use this. And I started reading it and it was like, oh my God, I need this. I need this. I need this. And, and it said, if you're interested in coaching, send us an email. And I did. And so that's how I got into, that's how I got into um, coaching. And it was interesting because so many of my decisions were based on what I should do. So I had this MBA, so I should do business coaching. Do you know, I had this, you know, that kind of thing. And so it was a very unsure kind of journey. It, it wandered a lot to a lot of different places until I finally, um, we hit COVID and I lost all my clients. And I was at that same point again to, to reset. And it, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, sometimes you can you can do that on your own, but definitely when when something stops you in your tracks and let, gives you the chance to assess what's going on. And, and so I typically work with women who are, who are at a point that they're scaling their business. You know, it's like they're good at what they do, but they don't have the business um, expertise and strategies to make the next move. And one of the pieces that happens for entrepreneurs so often is if you have somebody that's working with you, you're so happy to have somebody that even if they're not the right person, you have a strong loyalty to them. And so it makes it difficult to make really good decisions sometimes. Yeah. And so let me just go back to, um, you know, how you were describing that you got into coaching and into the business the way you are right now. Super interesting that you came to these what you call reset points. And I really like that term. And I think, you know, most of my listeners can really empathize with that, the place of the reset. You know, most of the people that listen to these episodes, they have been successful. And then something happened in their life and they realized that this wasn't exactly what they wanted or it wasn't exactly the way they thought it was going to be. And they might even fight against it for a mm -hmm. while and like, nope, nope, this is really good. You know, the... Um, you know, that term golden handcuffs, I've got the title, I've got the bonuses, I've got all the, I've got all the good, the good stuff with my job that I've worked my way up to, I'm sure I must be happy. And then eventually they come to that point where they're like, ah, you know, they can't deny it any longer. So that's, I really appreciate you sharing that because I want people to know that we've all been in that place and it's okay. You know, like nothing's wrong mm -hmm. there. It's not broken. It's a normal part of the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much. So how do you work with clients now? Well, the main way that I work with clients is um, I have a, a, a an intensive course that's called um, the Productivity Income Accelerator. And basically it, it started out as a VIP day, um, but nobody wanted to do it in a day. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is perfectly fine with me because I you know I like to have people to have time to think. So basically, what we do is we take a look at their business. We take a look at um, people are not really aware of how much they actually have going for them, and the fact that they just need a little bit of tweak here and there to make them work. And so the goal of the product, the goal of the thing, is to say how do you how do you um, bring people into your sphere? How do you, what do you offer them? 
where are you, um, you know, how do you listen to them so that you can use that language so that you can use it in the marketing? And when you're finished, the, the idea, my goal is that you can make that the money back that you've invested with me and do it very quickly so that you look at low lying fruit. And probably one of the strangest questions that I ask people is what do people need before you? Um, Because objections are not really no. Sometimes they're like, I'm not ready yet. And so the question is, what can you provide to help them be ready yet to do that? So Um, I I agree. And it's interesting because for the longest time, most of my marketing was um, uh, aimed at new coaches, people who had done their training and now they were coaches and now they wanted some help. But I realized that a lot of the people that were coming to speak with me were people who were thinking about becoming a coach. They hadn't made that step yet. And so how you talked about that journey and at what point are they on their journey? And I'm assuming for your clients, not just the language that they use to speak to these people, but also talking to the person in that right part of their journey, right? Like, yes. Yeah. yeah and, and, there, and there are two parts to that. Um, there is kind of the, the, and I, they always laugh because I put everything in a matrix. I, you know, my idea is, is my idea is, you know, if you go to the grocery store and you, you know, you need a box of cereal, there are hundreds there. You only need the one or two that you want but that doesn't make you awful because you're not using the other 98, right? And so a lot of times we learn things and we go, but I'm not doing this, you know? Well, if you don't need that and you already have something that's working, keep that, right? And so you've got the, you've got the client's journey, right? Which is first, you know, recognizing that there is a general problem then acknowledging that they have the problem, then moving them into, you know, I want to investigate this, you know, and then, you know, nurturing them on. And then, you know, as women in my particular market, you know, I don't work with the maiden, which is like the beginning, but so many of our limiting beliefs start there. And -hmm. part of what we all need is safety. And many of our limiting beliefs were to keep us safe. Don't run with scissors. Don't do this. Don't, you know, take on this risk. And so you need to know what those are for me. Um, when I speak to my client and then you get to the nurture and nurture is either mother or pets or careers where we put our all into something. Um, And, you know, and we suffer for that. And then you move out of that. And that's where my, my women are. They're moving out of that stage into what do I want? What do I want to do? I'm ready for me. That's the name of my Facebook page. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's my time. That's the, that's what I hear. Um, and so I think that our clients are often maybe at that similar part of their life. It's my time. I've had enough of putting everybody else first. Now I want to do some of what I want to. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Cool. So tell me, um, where am I? What do my listeners most want to know? Hmm. If there was one powerful tip that you would share with these coaches. They're new coaches, people who are considering being coaches, a lot of lot of people who want to dream of leaving corporate to coach full time. What would be the one tip that you would share with them? I'm not sure it's a tip, 
but it was a lesson that was very hard for me to learn. And that was the way change actually works. I mean, we think of change as being a new beginning. I'm going to do something different. But in reality, to have a successful change, you have to end something or make room for it. And in between that ending and the beginning is, um, officially it's called the neutral zone, but it is the most horrible place to be. I call it the push-pull. You're being pulled back to your default, you're being pushed forward, and that's where you have your failure, and that's where so many people quit. And so if you were to think of failure as feedback and not failure, and it's gonna make you better. If you, if you only do what you've already done, you're not gonna have failure. So the fact that you're having failure means that you are moving forward and you're doing something new. I mean, my, my mantra to myself is, I, it, I've never been this miserable, so I must be making a great change. <laughs> so I kind of celebrate that, that misery that something good is going on because as you grow, you're going to be taking on new things. And so that's going to be coming up over and over and over again. And just when you think you can get a little cocky and go, I know I do this, you know, you try to do it on a higher level and something horrible happens, you know, and you learn a new lesson. So that would be the one thing that I would say um, to people is know that the hard times is a sign that you're actually doing something worthwhile. Yeah. The reframe, reframing how you think about change, reframing how you think about failure mm -hmm. and reframing how you think about how you feel basically on the journey. That's so yeah. wonderful. Thank you, Yvonne. It's been such a great conversation. I know my <laughs> listeners are going to have an amazing time. They're going to hit pause and rewind, 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 and listen to that again. So tell me, how can people find out more about you? Well, if it's okay with you, I have a free gift. Mm -hmm. um, it's, um, and I, I guess I will give you the link for your notes would be the best way to do it. Yeah. So um, I think that what we'll do is I have a free resource library. And so I'll recommend that anybody who would like to take advantage of Yvonne's gift is it will be in the resource library, but tell me about the gift and then I'll make sure to highlight it and, and uh, name it appropriately. So it's easy for them to find. It's actually, it's actually a mini course. It's called Accelerate Productivity and Profit with One Small Change. Okay. And that one small change is starting to think about your legacy and your long-term planning. And it takes you through um, how to look at your limiting beliefs that you got as a maiden, how to work with change, and then how to come up with your long-term your long-term um, goal that you're actually working on. It's called dead reckoning, which is a, is a nautical term. And the thing that's exciting about it is what you, the, the limiting beliefs that you have are probably the limiting beliefs that your clients have. Wonderful. Okay. So everyone, if you want to take advantage of Yvonne's free mini course, the link will be in the coaches online business Academy. I'll put the link um, below in the episode notes, and it will be, I'm assuming it's going to be a link within the free resource library, but I'll make sure to highlight it along with the episode name. So it's easy for you to find. Thank you, Yvonne. Really appreciate the time that you spent with us. And yeah, so we'll sign off for now. Everyone will talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening today. 
please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be. Oh,